Do you ever constantly feel like you're falling behind and can never catch up and the stress and anxiety are taking over? Are you used to being productive and efficient, but lately you've been feeling sluggish and unable to stay focused for more than a few minutes at a time? Looking for an alternate choice to cut back on those energy drinks and giant cups of coffee? Then we've got the choice for you. Try Neuro. Neuro is a brand of gum and mints used to energize, calm, and focus whenever you need it. Neuro was developed by former athletes training at the highest level who didn't want to take mysterious supplements or energy drinks when studying, training, or going out. Instead of something sugary and ineffective, they wanted to create clean, balanced energy that could be taken anywhere, anytime. With thoughtfully curated ingredients and endless lab testing means that you can reach the right state of mind safely and consistently. Get that clean burst of energy and focus without the effects of coffee or energy drinks. It's a smart way to fuel body and mind. Stay in the zone, avoid the jitters, and crashing. Our listeners will get an automatic discount of up to 20% off on any gum or mint products using our link, tryneurogum.com slash potential. That's tryneurogum.com slash potential. Once again, that's tryneurogum.com slash potential. Order now. Get that clean burst of energy and focus. And remember, know your potential. Reviewing the latest in movies, TV series, video games, books, and more. This is Potential Picks. Hello and welcome back to another edition of Potential Picks. I'm your host, Taylor Sokol, and joined by my co-host and fellow witcher, Chris Dewar. Uh. <laughs> there he is. He's, uh, he's working on his smiling and grunting. Uh, today's episode, we're reviewing season three of Netflix's The Witcher. Now, this is the television series created by Laura Schmidt-Hirsch for Netflix, based on the book series of the same name by Polish writer Andreas Sapolsky. So really excited and bittersweet coming into season three chris uh, got me uh, talking about witcher and we were so excited to you know watch it we've enjoyed the last two seasons and now season three excited to be back but bittersweet because this is the final season of henry cavill's depiction of Geralt of rivier so we were kind of like excited but also tepid to see how it was going to end as they are going to be doing two more seasons with the recasting of Liam Hemsworth. But this will go into spoilers, but not too much because we admitted that we're not going to get all these names right. There's a lot to remember. <laughs> but we are going to do some mild spoilers. So there's your warning. Chris, give us a brief synopsis of season three of The Witcher. So season three of The Witcher, we're continuing the adventures of Geralt, Yennefer, and Ciri, and ultimately protecting Ciri from all the enemies that be that uh, want her and her power. Uh, you know, we, we realized at the end of season two that her power was opening these portals and these monoliths that were inviting all these quite deadly and creepy creatures into the land and also opening a possible gateway to the Wild Hunt. The Wild Hunt did not have anything to do with this season. That was the first, <laughs> like, what was the point of, of teasing that? 
Now, again, as we kind of mentioned, the, this is Henry Cavill's last season, uh, unfortunately, and I think it's going to be a huge uh, loss for the show. It's not that I don't have any faith in Liam Hemsworth. It's just it's such a different actor to portray. Ener- and energy um, and, and what we've you know, been used to. Maybe he'll surprise us. Maybe he'll he'll be great. Uh, but they're, they plan in this show to be a five-season show. And so we have two more to go. But Henry Cavill, this is his last one. So... But yeah, the three of them, they're kind of acting in a way, you know, Geralt and Yennefer have had this romance for a while, and they're kind of holding it off for now just because of all the events that happened prior, but their main focus is protecting Ciri. So right when the show gets going, they're like kind of going from town to town uh, and repeating this process where uh, everywhere they go, at some point, someone attacks them, and then they have to like move to a new town. You know, we have our fire guy, Rience, who... uh, is a really cool character of the mage and you could tell you know yennefer warns siri you know siri's been trained as a witcher but also she's being trained now by yennefer to do magic and she warns her that you know fire is an energy source that takes something when you use it that's why most mages don't do fire because it's very deadly and you could see on Rance's face i mean his, the fire is really starting to take effect i mean he's got quite a bit of scarage going on but at one point you know he he hires kind of like it reminded me of uh there's a there's a creature in avatar the last airbender that had like the same powers where like it can sniff you know uh, a, a little bit of someone's scent and mm-hmm. it can track them down and Riance did have a vial of series blood so we do kind of our first big uh monster battle with this uh jack of pace uh, which i thought was pretty cool the creatures overall in this, and they didn't do as many creatures for season three overall. Which you, about a show Witcher where he's monster hunting. There was no, they did. There was a lack of monster hunting for sure. I did really like the. Uh, it was the second episode, I believe. They did have this uh, creature that has um, like multiple hands. It kind of looked like a human spider looking thing, and it was quite a creepy scene because Geralt goes into this castle and he's by himself and. Uh, takes a little bit of his, you know, witcher blood thing to to make his eyes all black. So he's got his senses really strong. And there's these heads, like, they look like slug heads, but they have human heads. And they're like, oh, he's here. He's coming. Like, it's very creepy. Yeah. And then you realize that this creature has somehow, like, captured girls. And, like, it's a very weird monster. Use their thing, body. But... It's like a, yeah, it's like a human centipede. Uh, yeah, like using the their faces yeah. and stuff. But he ends up killing this creature and protecting this girl who, surprisingly, is very blonde, very same mm-hmm. height of Siri. And she's like, oh, my gosh, Geralt, thank you. I knew you'd come save me. And he's like, are you, are you all right? And she's like, excuse me. She's like, well, of course I am. I mean, you know, you always come save me. That's, you know, you always save me. He's like, mm-hmm. what do you mean? I always save you. He's like, it's me, Siri. So we have this other girl who thinks she's Siri. Realistically, she's not Siri, but someone wanted her to think she was Siri. So we're, again, we're this, there's a lot of plotting going on in this show. And this is where, yes, we we will once again say, you know, when it came to Game of Thrones, it was, you know, I think maybe I was, I don't know if I was just more invested in it or it was just easier to kind of remember some of the names. Obviously, Lord of the Rings, I, I love that. So I know so many of them. This show is extremely hard for me to keep up with who is who. And it's been since the first season. 
um, visually I can kind of understand. I'm like, okay, there's a multiple kingdoms going on. Um, The big kind of cliffhanger of season two is kind of our emperor figure is series dad, who's uh, trying to, you know, get her back and he's kind of manipulating a lot of stuff. Yeah. There's so many characters. I'm like, I can't keep up with all of it. It's kind of confusing. So I kind of go off of just, you know, I think the acting is phenomenal in this show. I mean, 100%. everyone's bringing their A game. And what was kind of cool about this season was they really continued having these badass fight sequences. Um, you know, a lot of this is they're trying to get to a safe place constantly, constantly. And at some point, it's kind of up to Yennefer to realize maybe we just got to go in and figure out who is, who is, you know, they, they kind of understand that there must be a sorcerer who is actually in charge of Rients, like, you know, yeah. super mage, if you will. And like, the only way we can do this is we have to kind of go and, you know, figure out who this is. And they definitely have a, a target in mind, um, Stregobor, who, you know, love his work in this and we're excited for him coming up in uh, Ahsoka. You know, he's going to be... Uh, uh, Michelson. Yeah, Grand the Mickelson brothers are yeah. killing it. <laughs> Mickelson brothers, they, they play good villains. They do. Um, but, you know, again, we have all these characters that are, like, manipulating going on. Um, we got our guy from, uh, you know, Graham McTarvish, who he's been playing a whole bunch of villains lately. But him is, uh, you know, he he's him and his um, ally, Philippa, are manipulating their king and trying to, you know, get things going. Um, we have our fallen knight, uh, the Black Knight character, who's been, you know, he originally was supposed to hunt Ciri, and he's kind of now taking a step back but doing his own thing and at one point he he gets protected by this elf guy who saves him from death and at one point he kills that elf guy and he's like he's kind of gone off the deep end a little bit which is kind of crazy yeah um but i would say one of my favorite characters of the show is jaskier i mean the bard he is so fun to watch they really give him a lot of the comedy uh, especially this commentary it's like everyone else has kind of a very set way of this fantasy talk where it's like, you know, mm-hmm. you know, especially Henry Cavill, he's very br- brute and just, you know, and, you know, he doesn't really have a lot of comedy. The comedy comes from the bard being like, you know, you sure we're going to do that? I don't think we should do that. You know, it's like, uh, yeah, you go do the like, fighting. I'm not going to do the fighting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or like, he's like, you, you don't care about him. It's like, how dare you? Of course I care about him. It's like, you just want him to die. So you want to No, I don't want him to die. I want to live longer so I can write three songs, maybe a poem. <laughs> just like he, he does such a great Joe Beatty and the fact that he's a singer and he's, he's yeah. created some, had some great songs for this. Um, um, you can actually listen to him on Spotify. <laughs> I actually have, um, but yeah, he just, it's such a nice blend. And, you know, with, with, as we see this kind of family they've built with mm-hmm. um, Geralt, Yennefer and Siri. I really like the fact that, and then you kind of, Yasker's kind of like the goofy uncle or cousin that just kind of pops in here and there. Yeah. They really have such great chemistry throughout this series. Like I said, they, they kind of go back to this main kingdom and, and Yennefer decides that they should do like a conclave of the mages. She's like, we should stop fighting and we should all kind of, you know, work together. And through this is all, you know, actually a plot to try to, plan out who is actually doing this this deeds and I actually thought one of the coolest episodes was episode five it was an episode where like we keep seeing the same plot over and over again but we see new angles of how they're trying to trick uh stregobor into knowing that if he's the one that's been controlling Riance and doing this whole thing and uh that was kind of cool i thought it was a smart episode to like 
it's this big dance, you know, it's a ball and everything. And of course, everyone wants a, a piece of the Witcher. Um, but he's also like, you're gonna have to dance. He's like, Do I have to wear this and I have to dance? You know, it's the gruffness of Henry Cavill is so fun to watch in this show. Cause not only is he so badass, I mean the fight scenes, they let him like they do some really cool slow-mo and the, the, the choreography of the fighting is always so top-notch. Mm-hmm. But the best episode by far of this was, you know, they did a Netflix has been doing this where they do the part one, part two, part two started with episode six was a banger of an episode. It was the best episode of the entire eight episodes for season three. This was like all out war. The elves have been coming to fight these mages and we get this huge, crazy battle. I mean, like insane. And the whole time we realize that actually, um, Vilgefortz is really the guy who's been like pulling all the strings. He's, mm-hmm. he's that guy here. So, uh, we have this huge fight sequence and I mean, it was just so cool. Like there was a moment where we have our elf queen who's, of course she wants vengeance because her, her child was killed and she th- thinks it's so-and-so at one point her, I think it's her husband runs forward and one yeah. of the mages shoots like a air bubble at him. And it just, he pops into blood and you see the blood on her face and she starts and she's screaming. Like, ah, yeah. Oh and I was gosh. like, holy crap. And there's this huge fire circle, a uh, spell pulling down. And I mean, it's just like the arrows and one, swords. One point, and then at one point uses a spell where she just like casts lightning through her body and just like Emperor Palpatine down. like status. <laughs> and she and it was cool. becomes, her, yeah, she her hair turns white, white yeah. and uh, she lightning bolts like a bunch of these elves. <laughs> it was insane. I mean, it was such a cool the action sequence. And we do get a cool fight scene between uh, Geralt and Vilgefortz. And Vilgefortz does uh, get the better of him, beats him up quite badly. And Siri finds a way to, she's in the top of this tower and Vilgefortz is trying to be like, you know, if we work together, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, F this. She does a spell and it blows up this whole tower. And she then is transported to this desert. This was not my favorite episode. It, it went way too long, but this one's episodes where it's like, she's like in her mind palace in kind of a way. And she's in this desert and she's lost. And it was way too long. I thought of an episode for kind of getting to the point, but she gets rescued by these kind of group of young people. Um, and she ends up killing this one dude and it kind of strikes her. But the most important part was, again, we talked about the fire. She ends up claiming fire as her power. And she is now under the name Falca by the end of the show. Um, so she's kind of taken on a new moniker and she's got firepower. But the show kind of ended with, you know, against episode six was this huge fight. The show ends with like, oh, we're on our way to go find Siri. You yeah. know, Yennefer's with her people. Yeah. And then uh, Geralt and Yaskar are off together. And so it's like, and we have the king who we they said, oh, they've captured Siri, and we, it's actually and it's the other girl. Yes. Yeah, so he's an idiot for not recognizing his own uh, yeah. daughter there. But uh, yeah, yeah, All right. So that was a big kind of reveal at the end that like he thinks he has his daughter back, and that's not your daughter, but mm-hmm. she's there. So again, some cool creature battles. I love uh, all the production value of this show is really good. You know, they do great sets, the costumes. I love, there's there's so many characters to follow, which I sometimes it's a little hard to do. 
but it kind of left off in a kind of eh, eh moment for especially Henry Cavill. You know, he got some good licks in there, some good stuff, but where it leaves off, he's so broken and battered, and these elves kind of help him heal. And now he's like on this journey back to try to help, you know, and it's kind of the, the Witcher's always, that's always his job, is he's always going to rise to the occasion. But now we're not going to have Henry Cavill back to see, uh, you know, what plays out. But I don't know, two more seasons. I, I'm trying to wonder where this show's ultimately going to go. And again, they teased the wild hunt. There was no wild hunt in this show yeah. at all. So I don't know what's going to happen with that. But it is a good show. I, I, I enjoy it for what it is. Um, I just wish they they'd work a little harder for some of the plot elements because sometimes it is a little, it feels like the writing doesn't always match what their intent is. And that's that a bit sense. of huge criticism for like, I'm, I've kind of <laughs> never read the books. The books. Yeah. I had a little I, bit of the games, but that's about it. Yeah. And for those of you, those who read the books, they said they, they're not following the books really at all. There's things which there, is a bummer. Like, which, yeah. yeah. And I think you, you have such a tapestry from the books, the games and all that. So, yeah, and also with releasing it in part one, part two, part two, like the only part I really enjoyed was episode six. And it was like, yeah, that's all we did. Like that's you you decided to give us wait for three episodes and nothing happened. And yeah, and I think it's the saddest thing is as a send off to Cavill, you know, he just kind of I've read some of the interviews of the director. Oh, yeah, well, he's he's now a new man. So that's going to play into his casting. Like, but like it would have been better if they maybe like he had died and they like changed him or something, something. Yeah, i don't know i thought was, i thought his face might change or something but overall i'm gonna give season three of the witcher 7.5 out of 10 i still enjoyed a lot of it but i think uh it's gonna have a hard road ahead if it keeps kind of going into this quality of the show yeah i'm gonna give a seven out ten uh 7.5 out of 10 as well um but you can check out not just this season but all three seasons of the witcher streaming streaming exclusively on netflix and that was this edition of potential picks Thanks for listening to The Potential Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Potential Podcast or on Twitter at The Potential Pod. Or you can email us. Send us your positive feedback and thoughts, suggestions, and more through our email, thepotentialpodcast at yahoo.com. I'm your host, Chris Dewar. And I'm your host, Taylor Sokol. Stay tuned for more episodes on pop culture, entertainment, and nerdum. And remember, know, know your, your potential. potential.